Are there times you feel your life isn't where you dreamed it would be? Do you wake up and feel like saying, I don't know if this routine is making me happy? Without the freedom to think and direct our own lives, other people do it for us. The point you start to feel off balance is tough. You question your own ability. This podcast will give you fascinating new perspectives, tools and methods from the greatest minds across the world. You'll become part of a global community, meeting people on a journey to invest in themselves first. These perspectives and tools will show you how to unlock your freedom of thought and become the master of your own life. So, let's get started. Welcome to The Shea Show. This is the leading podcast to help you learn incredible new perspectives and become the master of your own life. You can connect with Shea at Shea-Doran.com. For now, open your mind, be present. It's time to begin a new journey to your self-directed life. You got this. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. Thank you very much again for tuning in. I'm grateful as always. Let's get started with this week. We're talking about the power of going first. It's a very simple thing that can have profound changes on your life. Going first is about standing out from the crowd. It's about gaining self-confidence, listening to the opinions and views of others, but then putting your own view across. So let me explain what I mean by going first. In day-to-day life, we are told in so many ways not to go first. Sayings like, put others before you, don't talk to strangers. How many times have you said, I'm not sure you go first? We all do it. It applies to us every single day in our lives. When we meet people, when we're in an interview, at work meetings, negotiations, on holiday, And what's happened over time is by not going first, we limit ourselves. Our confidence shrinks. We let other people take the lead. And therefore, we limit our interactions and ability to strike up a conversation. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. You don't need to write these down. Just answer them in your own head. And this is really just about understanding to begin with, have you done this? Can you relate to not putting yourself first? Okay, so let's start with networking. Does that make you feel completely awkward and you'd rather avoid talking to other people when you're networking? The next one, can you remember a time where you have avoided negotiating your salary or a pay rise or a promotion? Have you checked out of those discussions? When you're in a new area or let's say on holiday somewhere, would you rather use your maps to find a local place compared to going and asking somebody for directions? Can you remember a time where you've pretended to look away 
or not make eye contact with somebody so that you don't have to engage in conversation with them. Think about a time where you've been at a work meeting and you've said to somebody, you go first. How often have you said, you choose whatever works best for you, I'm easy. So I think you can start to get a good sense of what I'm talking about here by going first, by not putting yourself first. It's something we all do and we do it regularly. And the danger is that we don't stand out from the crowd. We blend in and we lose our own way. Now, I can give you some very recent examples as well of times where I've done this. So I'm also guilty of it. And it's something that takes continuous work, but it does get better and easier with time. I met a photographer. I needed a few photos shooting a couple of weeks back. And we met at this one point. I wasn't sure if it was them. And I avoided looking at them so that I didn't go first and engage in conversation because I felt a bit awkward. What if I get the wrong person? What if I look stupid? And that's exactly what this is about. Why didn't I go first? You know, it's not really the worst thing that's going to happen is the person's going to say, no, sorry, this is not me. And that's it. In countless meetings in the past, I've let other people go first. And by doing this, we're putting a cap on our own ability. People buy from people. If we're not fully open to go first, if we don't open up conversations, how do we expect people to buy into us? You know, if you ask somebody or ask yourself what trait you find attractive in other people, you're likely to say confidence, going first, leading, steering. It's likely to be one of the attractive traits that comes up quite high on that list. So let's talk about why we do this. Really, it comes down to the fact that we're scared of rejection. We're scared of what other people might think. What if it goes wrong? What if I look stupid? What if they think I'm incapable? You can see that this is not based on reality. It's based on an imagined fear. It's not real. It's not true. It's impossible to know if somebody is thinking that in that very moment. So we create this worst case scenario, which is not even that bad, really, if we think about it. You know, the worst that somebody is going to say is no, or maybe you look a bit weird, perhaps. Who cares if you look a bit weird? You know, it's really actually not that much of a bigger deal. But we create this worst case scenario to prevent us from doing something. And therefore, we stay comfortable and we limit our abilities. Let's take it a step further, almost like the five whys from the week before. Why are people scared of rejection? Well, usually it's a lack of self-esteem. You have a low value of yourself or a low opinion of yourself. And as a result, you look to others to feel better about yourself. And ultimately, what this all means is that you let other people lead your life. You let other people direct your life for you. 
become subservient or submissive. Now, maybe some of you are into that in the bedroom, but that's not what we're talking about today. So how do we change this? How do we start going first? And how do we get past this fear of not wanting to look stupid? Well, the good news is it's very simple. And as I said, it just takes some practice, though you can start today. And I'm going to cover that method in a second. And also an exercise, something that I want you to do that's really going to start us on this journey of being aware of going first. So let's talk about the power of when you get to the point of being able to go first, what does that actually mean? What would it do for you? Why is it worth listening to how to do this? Well, let's start with the fact that I can guarantee you, you will notice a difference in your confidence and your self-belief as a start. Now, for most people on its own, that is enough. I really don't know many people that would say, no, I've got enough self-belief. I'm all good. Don't need that help. You know, it's something that most of us want more of. So that's the first thing. Secondly, experiments. So science has proven that people who go first are more likely to be listened to and remembered. And therefore, other people will be drawn to you, which means that new doors will open. You'll be more present in the moment. And doing this makes you feel good about yourself. First mover advantage. That phrase exists for a reason. And studies have repeatedly shown that going first favours the person who does it. Now there's something to do with psychology in this. And it comes down to a technique called anchoring. I'm not going to cover that today. That's something we'll do in a future session in a few weeks because that's extremely powerful. I read something the other day about going first and it's so true. Going first is where the good stuff is. Okay, so let's get into it and let's talk about the things that you can do today and over the next few days to start going first. So I want you to grab a pen and paper or make some notes on your phone Okay, the first thing, I want you to write three to five ways, so between three or five ways, in which you could go first this week. Now, just take a moment to think about it. The simpler, the better. It doesn't need to be complicated. And I'll give you some examples in a second. But just something on a day-to-day basis. could be in work meetings. It could be in a sports environment. For example, it could be saying hi to somebody on the street first. It could be going first in a work presentation this week. Okay, so that's the first thing. Three to five ways, small things, just being aware of going first. Small, easy things that you could almost get done this afternoon. And then I want you to write one way that would make you feel out of your comfort zone. One way of going first that would make you feel out of your comfort zone, pushes you a little bit, you know, brings on a slight sweat, makes you feel a bit nervous. Here's some examples. 
When you're buying a coffee or some lunch this week, the shop that you regularly go into, ask that person for 10% off. I come here regularly, can I have 10% off today? I know it sounds a bit crazy, but just go with it. Another example, ask somebody for directions. Even if you know where you are and you're very familiar with the area, just walk up to a random person and ask them if they can tell you where a particular place is. Reach out to somebody at work who you don't usually talk to and introduce yourself. Another example, ask for the pay rise. I'm not suggesting go in tomorrow morning and demand a pay rise. But what I'm saying is it's getting towards the end of the year. If this is a conversation that you're on the fence about, thinking, uh, should I or shouldn't I put that meeting in? Put that meeting in. Okay, so three to five very easy, simple ways that you can go first and one uncomfortable way for this week. Okay, so make that over the next, something that you can achieve over the next few days and do it. And the uncomfortable one, if you can do that today, that's even better. Don't overthink it. So this may seem really basic, but all I want you to do here is just see what happens. Notice how you feel before and then notice what happens after doing it as a result. Now, I'd love for you to share this. I'd really like to hear what comes out of it, what you felt before and after. Instagram is probably the best way because then we can talk directly about it. It's at underscore Shadoran. And just remember, first is where the good stuff is. And science has proven how good this is for us all. And all it is, the reason why we don't do it and the reason why we limit ourselves and put this cap on our ability and shrink our self-belief and confidence is because of this animal fear of rejection, this loss of something that we wanted. But you are in control of this. You can alter it and you can get the benefits from it. Okay, so that's it for this week. A shorter episode, but something that's very easy, quick to do. But I'm sure you're going to notice powerful results from this. So I have a personal ask. We're three weeks into this now. If you can like and review this, if you believe it's added value to your life, then I'd be really grateful if you could put a like or review on the platform that you're using, but also encourage other people to come along and be part of this community. Next week, we're going to be talking about body language and the power pose. And I'm doing the power pose right now as I'm saying this. Now, this is going to fundamentally change how you walk into high pressure situations. From the moment that I learned this years ago, I've always used it. So it's going to be really good fun. I really look forward to that. Thank you for tuning in this week. Love you all. Speak to you next week. Go to Shay-Doran.com to connect with Shay and find out more about becoming a Group X member.